0: <clears throat> <laughs> Om. Om. Om Mangalam Gurudevaya Deviya Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Devi, Sarvalokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chadarmasya Sarvadharmasa Rupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishna Yamangalam Om Sarashiva Samarambham Shankaracharam Ajmam Ashmarachara Prayandam Vande Gurumparamparam Om Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Mahishwara Guru Revo Param Brahmantasmai Sri Guru Veer Sri Ganesha Sharada Guru Byonam Jai Jai Mah <coughs> I realize I need to look need you to look something up oh, Somewhere in this section of the description on Om. So maybe we can just kind of blend through. Yeah, so last sorry, sorry by the way. Last week we um uh, we spoke on what did we what did we cover last week? Buddhashhuti. Bhutashti. <laughs> <Bhutushuti>. uh, <laughs> correct answer is Bhutashhuti. Okay. Bhutashhuti, which is one of my favorite sections of the puja and such a meaningful part. And we're describing that actually that the whole puja, all the rituals, are really in a certain sense based upon bhuta or some And then what so we've done so far. This is, I think, our ninth discussion. Not something I thought we just, we maybe have one or two weeks to talk about the puja. This is now talk nine. We probably have a, we may have a few more to go. It's <laughs> good. We should probably talk about these things occasionally. You know, maybe after 25 years, occasionally talk about puja and ma something like that. So, um, uh, um, so, so far, you know, a lot of the puja has been purification, um, 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 protection, purification, and then the purification of the elements. And then last week we were talking ex- extremely technically about kundalini, prana, kundalini, the chakras, the tatvas, how, how the soul, the sense of individuality goes to the base of the spine, merges with kundalini, that comes up piercing the chakras, unites of the thousand petals. With a supreme conscious top of the head, all the elements are absorbed back into it. You know, little things like this, and uh, and then the ex- in ecstasy of union. Then the physical, the astral causal body, as well as papa purusha, the residue of all of our of all of our sins and, and, and misdeeds through countless lives, is destroyed through process of pranayama. Found it? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. The process of pranayama. And then that's the then the then again the reconstruction the reconstruction of the world the placement of the elements back in their proper places, the kundalini coming back down, bringing the the nectar of the union of the divine union, feeding every cell every devata and in the and in the, in the chakras in the body, uh, and then the soul resting back into the heart. Ta da! Very good, right? Very very nice. So then, what do we do? <laughs> So really, you think? either we think, oh, well, that's like that." We've just we've just mapped out spiritual life, right? We're back to the source. We're back to the, to the original source, right? We've gone, we've through evolution. Now we're in evolution. We've gone back to the original source, and we're in, in, in divine union. But we began to hint last week. But it doesn't end with absorption in the absolute. It becomes even if we're imagining it, but but it also become back down, right? And because there's an... and and. Maybe it's just practicality, since we're, we can't hold even, in, to speak of the actual state of complete conscious union uh, or of submersion or absorption in, 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 in the one absolute, we can't hold it. But even in, the, even in imagination, we can't hold it. We can only hold it for a limited amount of time. So we have to come back. So what, So the simple thing is we have to come back, right? <laughs> Until, you know, the, you know, there's mahasamadhi. There's a certain point that, that's the samadhi where the yogi, you know, Bup, 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 and <laughs> the, the 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 yeah, and then it's finished, right? The, with the the uh, in the Willy Wonka movie, the 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 glass elevator at the end, it just crashes off the top and goes flying off, right? So, some have seen some Kundalini symbolism in that that movie from the book. <clears throat> so there is a act, the final, and that's the idea of the final exit of a yogi, the Mahasamadhi, is it's absorption and doesn't and again you don't come back, but even even yogis who who experience supreme states of samadhi, right? They you know Sri Sri is the perfect example. He's somebody we it's unheard of the levels of samadhi that he attained. Like in casual conversation, I mean, he regularly, his Mantra says his his mind was um, poised on the edge of relative consciousness and was habitually fluent to samadhi, and actually we struggle so hard to bring our mind maybe one day to some samadhi state, right? He was trying to bring his mind down, his natural state was samadhi, right? And he said that we, like we're trying, one of the things that holds us back from samadhi is our desires, right? So he needed, he was desireless, so it was very hard, so he'd generate desires. He'd like, oh, I shall have a glass of water. I will, some, some, somebody prepare me a smoke or something, something to bring his mind, and then he wouldn't always take it, but he just somehow or to bring, a, some, some desire to hold his mind and bring it down. So unfortunately, that's not our problem. <laughs> right? We have to like, oh, that smoke. <laughs> that's, what's got, that's what's holding us back, you know, not keeping us down. You know? Not bringing us down. It's holding us back, not bringing us down. Um, so uh, so the, the reality is that we, you know, we can't always hold that state. Even the great saints, Sri Ramakrishna was in that state, but he'd, he'd also come down, either consciously or right? And so that coming down, what do you do when you open your eyes from that Samadhi experience? It's a different world, right? The new heaven, and the new earth, as the Bible says, right? You know, it's like it's a different. What what's, not, there seems to be a change, right? And there could just be a ch- simple change of consciousness and awareness. Once once we see it one way, a saint sees the world a different way, right? It could also be, and Sri Ramakrishna hinted at this. There could actually be a change, right? Especially in our, maybe not in the external world, but what what the external world we don't know. We only know our internal world. Our internal world changes, and even our physicality of our internal world changes. Right, Sri so Ramakrishna described it as the Bhagavatitan, the divinized body. So what happens? That's the thing. That's why you do yoga. Your body changes. Even if you know, like, even if it's not just oh, it's good for your spine and good for your, you know, good for your muscles and good for your elasticity, uh, uh, like this. You do yoga, and like, like not only do yoga, but like you, you, you begin to sh- there's a shine of somebody who's practicing yoga. There's some something happens, right? Maybe something's literally happening. Right. And to so the idea that every time you go into some spiritual experience, you, you bring it back down. You bring that Shakti back down. Right. And so whether that's true, it's hard to prove something like this. That's an internal type of thing, to prove it externally. But it's, it's definitely the, the experience of a yogi. And, and those, who, those who know yogis, you see yogis differently. They seem to be different. Right? It's not just that they're, oh, they're, their attitude's different. They see God everywhere, and therefore they shine. They're seeing God anywhere. I mean, they would—they would see you shine. You wouldn't see them shine, right? Mm-hmm. The fact you see them shine that, that that experience may have actually changed them, or is changing them, right? And so the idea—and uh, sure, Sri uh, Sri Chakrabarti, was a great Bengali saint, uh, he wrote quite extensively on this idea. He uh, challenging person, uh, His writings are not easy to get. Probably a lot of it's due to the English problem. He wasn't writing English was not his main topic. It's not his main language. And his writings are based on kind of badly edited talks, you know. But uh, but still, within those, you get you get some gems. And and one of the points he says, I've been reading the katamrita the Gospel of Ramakrishna, Katamrita for 45 years, and meditating on Sri Ramakrishna, right, and trying to think what's new or what's what's novel, right? Because it's not just well, so we believe Sri Ramakrishna is if Sri Ramakrishna is who we're told he is, like God, God incarnate. Right? Why did God incarnate? Right. So it's like there has there has to be a reason, you know. In the Gita, when you know there's the typical reason when Dharma declines and all Dharma rises, I'm, I embody myself from age to age. But why this time? Why this age? If he's what we think he is, who we Why? And so the typical answer is, oh well, he, well, look, he taught Vedanta. Right. And and he taught he taught you know and what do we think we have to what, what does, what's the message? Well, we have to renounce the world, right? Renounce desires and attain couple samadhi. And the truths of Brahman. It's like, well, that's awesome. And he he did say those things, and it shed tremendous light on these thing. But we don't need an avatar for such a thing, because that's already been said, right? So if this is the idea, if the avatar brings something, not only what's been clarifies what's been said, but also maybe gives something new, right? So he began to think, what's new? What's never been said? Not can't say never been said before. What's not being said? Right, because these things are there in the tantras and even in, in, in ancient texts. But this is one of the things he highlighted, this Bhagavati Tantra, that there's something happens when, you, when one attains high states of consciousness and awareness, that when it comes back, something comes back. You, come, you bring something back down. We've described in the, in the, in the Shuti, when, when, the, when the Shakti rises and it, it brings Amrita down, and that feeds. So we imagine that, we believe that to be true. Right, Sri Amakrishna said it actually is true. Right, that the body, the the cells change, the body change, very subtly, right? Because then what happens is then, then one can handle the reason for that is then one can handle a higher experience. Sri Ramakrishna also said, if you experience one tenth of what I experience, you die. Right, your nerves, our nerves couldn't handle it. It's like putting a thousand watts through a twenty watt wire, you just fry. It. I mean, we say what happens. I mean. Seems to happen. I've to. See, I think I've seen it happen to people. Anybody's been around spiritual people long enough that aren't grounded, you know, they fry themselves out easily. You know. Um, <clears throat> we've told the story from the Yoga Center, Ram, uh, Ramakrishananda from the Yoga Center, many, many years ago. If I get this, it's been a long. time. I've been telling the story for thirty years, and <laughs> I remember it the way I remember it thirty years ago. I don't know if I remember it correctly, but but there were some nuns, Catholic uh, contemplative order in Orange County. Uh, 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 um, and they had approached, they said that what happens, our sisters, we pray, we meditate in solitude, in austere, austere order, not an active order, they're a meditative order. And then the bliss comes, and then we die. That's always okay. We meditate, the bliss comes, and we die. Right. And so they approached him as a yogi, one of the, I he was the only yogi in Orange County. He was the first yoga center in Orange County, he was the yoga center, 50 years ago, I think now almost 50 years, and he said, well, the first thing he did is, well, he gave them some very simple breathing practices and told them uh, uh, to eat more green, leafy vegetables. It was like a simple correction, and then what happened? They meditate, and then the bliss would come, and then they live a long life of bliss, right? There was a little difference. Their body, their nervous system couldn't handle what they were experiencing, right? They had the technology to generate it through their prayer and meditation, the legitimate spiritual practice, right? intense spiritual practice, but not the background yogic knowledge and how to how to prepare for it, right? We sometimes call it tuning. You have to. We have the body has to be tuned in a certain sense, right? So the chakras are. Sometimes we sometimes we imagine, and it's not not just our imagining. It has been imagined. Saraswati's vina, with seven strings or seven pegs. You know, the chakras are in a certain sense the different can be imagined, as the, the strings along the, the 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 her her vena is the spine. It's over the, the subtle spine, the trishumna, like that you know certain strings and there's certain pegs then if you if you tune everything right then you know you you've you've seen a well tuned uh, uh, tambura you barely touch it and the whole thing vibrates when they're tuned properly right so that's whole thing part of it is is the tuning the tuning the tuning that's why all this work with the chakras just imagine the visualization of the chakras and like this and when the energy is brought whatever even if it's imagined even imagine it does there's some amrita that comes down. Imagine that the actual imagine, if you're not imagining it, imagine <laughs> not imagining it, but actually experiencing it. What the experience would be? If even the imagination of the experience brings a blissful current, right? The actual uh, blissful experience would bring a, a, a real divine current that comes down and and if it's feeding all the the the, the devatas and the chakras, the devis and devatas and the chakras, those are been also given interpretation as the, the very cells of the body, right? And the three three antara, it's described as 64 billion devatas. It's a problem because the Vedas say there are 33 million devatas. So there are 64 billion gods in the Sri Chakra, in a pantheon that lists 33 million gods, right? So that's a problem, <laughs> right? Uh, so that means that obviously it's not just it's it's what so it's and this is maybe not a biologically accurate. This is a very ancient way. But it's it's meant to be the cells. Of the, I don't know how many cells there are in the human body, but. It would be really cool if it was sixty-four billion. That <laughs> would be really, really great. But who can look it up and tell me it's sixty-four billion? That would be great. <laughs> that would that would really assist in my, my point I'm trying to make. But so that the that coming back, so the the um, the, uh, the not only the the awakening in the union, but the coming back seems to be important. And there we hinted at last week. The coming back also is another thing. Is that. That the separation, that when 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 you come when you separate or seem to separate or ha, be con, be conscious of the external dualistic or the multi the world of multiplicity again, even if it's imagined, you you experience something different. You see you you, begin to, you see the one behind the many, and if you actually have the experience, that's what the saints the saints Saint say say they see the one they see the many but they don't see the many they see the one right, uh, Sri Ramakrishna, and one we're just working on this one section, so I'm going kind of the translation work, um, where it's, it's a meeting of the Brahma Samaj, right, and they're talking about Ram like that, and he, he says, actually, I see only Ram, right, that's like, that's like the middle of the statement, Actually, we're all talking, but actually, I see only Ram, right, so it's like, and they're like, what do you, what do you, what do you, you know, like, oh, Ram, you know, they make, you make some statement about where everybody thinks, they we think we know what that means, and we try to keep the conversation going, but that's a, that's a big, <laughs> I'm actually seeing only God, right? Right. Uh, there's a, a um, Das told me a very nice story of Srila Prabhupada, our Krishna founder. That some uh, some um, interv- some interviewer. I may have told the story again because it's in my mind a lot. When one uh, uh, interviewer, a newspaper a reporter. That's what they're also known as reporters. A reporter, a reporter tra- interviewed him, as you know, and he says, "And one of the questions: Are you enlightened?" Right, and so that's one. That's not. You're not allowed to ans- ask that question, and you're not allowed to answer that question. I was told if you ask that question, uh, if somebody asks you, are you enlightened? You say yes. They'll they'll leave you immediately because anybody who claims to be enlightened, that's obviously an ego position. You should renounce the person directly. To say you're not enlightened, they should leave you also because why <laughs> are you following unenlightened people? So better not there You. There's symptoms of an enlightened person. You follow those symptoms, you know. But uh, but anyways, he said, it "Does I well, can I tell you? You wouldn't know what it, you know what it means." Right? So he, he was avoiding the question by etiquette, by different principles. But finally, he kept pushing. Right? If I tell you what it if I if I hear yes, you don't know what it means, I would say no, you don't know what it means. You're simply asking a question. But the person kept asking. Right? And so he said, yes, I'm enlightened. He wrote down. Bhaktivedanta Swami, enlightened. <laughs> right? But do you know what that means? Of course he didn't know what it means. Right? But his answer is so beautiful. He says everything. everywhere I look, I see only Krishna. That was his very simple answer. You know, and that's... that's, that's, so that's I mean, we try to see Krishna, we try to feel God or see God. That's different than actually seeing God, right? And another place, Bhada also told me the story in the same conversation. I mean, our conversation with him, telling other aspects of it. He made a comment. He says, Prabhupada was sitting, you know, very you see pictures of him sitting at his desk, on the, sitting on the floor on his desk with some disciple. And he says, you're all sitting on the floor. I'm sitting on Krishna, mm-hmm. right? So that's, I mean, he says, and then somebody says, you mean like symbolically or, no, no, face to face. I see how. It's not just like 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 some like an abstract aspect. I'm seeing him face to face, personally. But he kept going even further. You know, it's like it's like when people would push him to his. I mean, we've collected. If you collected such statements, he wasn't one to talk about spiritual experiences. Bad manners. Talk about your personal spiritual experiences. But he has He said enough stuff that so you can gather it. <laughs> people have gathered his spiritual experiences, things he's let off. But uh, what, what? he also said, like, what does what does Krishna look like? Right. This is the Shama Sundar Das. We have this on video right, his attendant, right, he says, well, have you seen a propane port torch? You know, one of those, like, those, those, like, those, like that. I mean, like, literally, he's, that's what, if you, see, I mean, so that's a big thing. Somebody say they see Krishna, or they see, or if you're a Krishna saying, I see only Ram, right? And we say, oh, we see only God. We want that, and maybe we feel something, and so as we purify our sentiment, get purified, and we begin to see more, intuit more, right? We want to see God anywhere, and we try to see God everything, you know? But to actually see it is quite would be quite stunning, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, 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 in order, to, in order, in order to do so, the uh, 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 um, uh, 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 it's that's probably not an easy state, right? This is when, 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 and when M first saw Sri Ramakrishna in ecstasy for the first time, when he first saw the samadhi experience. He thought there's a beautiful section of course it's not in the gospel, right but the beautiful is like a paragraph long right uh, we're very lucky i am mean, beginning to translate this it section it's so beautiful and but he says that like how much how much austerity how much devotion how much renunciation how much spiritual practice how much longing must it, must must it take to have such a vision right to be what he's saying because it's not just like oh he's in samadhi Oh, i I can also it's like Realize it's not a cheap thing. It comes from tremendous practice, right? And, and, uh, well, I began to say, Sri so Ramakrishna said, if you experience one-tenth of what I experience, you die, right? So, but he, but he, but he wanted people, he wanted us to experience what he experienced, right? He almost died, right? He had tremendous, you know, the, the things that changed in his body There's a points where his, his, um, uh, it says that his body was so hot that it would bake the earth underneath where he was sitting, right? These are, are like, I uh, can't, can't possibly be right. Right. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, he said such things, you know. Or like this type of thing that would happen to his body, he would, I mean, literally blood would come out of his mouth, I mean, all kinds of things happen to the nervous. I've seen my own Guruji, Swami under one time somebody asked him, somebody needed some, some, some blessing, right? And he did the, the old-fashioned yogic thing, he tried to send, not like, Ma, please bless, Lord, please bless him, which is, no, need look we do, Ma, please bless, he, uh, we uh, we'd like that, but he tried because he was a yogi. He had tremendous powers in his in his during austerity. He, he tried to give some, like literal blessing, right? Some send energy, right? And, he said, and then he said, "I." The blood came from his eyes and his nose. He goes, "No, no, no, no. I can't. I'm too old for this. I can't do this anymore." Right? In his youth, he had I mean the yogic through so yogic practice, he he had tuned himself in the way where he he became like a he had, you know, yogic powers. But his nervous system. Had to be developed for that. In his old age, his guru also told him to stop doing that. So he stopped. That's one of the reasons he stopped. But I um, remember he told me, I was there, I, I came that day to pick him up. And he said, No, no, very, you know, he told me what happened. <laughs> so I didn't know the person, somebody in New York. He tried to send some some, some special Shakti or something. So the body was at the point that the body seems to change and the cells seem to change. And Sriyamakrishna says that, that, that even the Samadhi experience is, is a certain sense of the transition, where there's, a, there's an influx of, of of shakti and prana to the body to the cells themselves, and they seem to adjust and change, and therefore hold the next the next experience. You know, could be. Or uh, <clears throat> so that's our thing. We want to practice, get bliss, and then enjoy bliss. So anyway, so, so coming back to the, uh, the the prana coming back down or the separating, that's a practical thing. But there may actually be an like more fundamental thing because we have a dualistic world. Right, a world of expression, right, of, of us seeming individual beings. The one is playing all these parts. Right? And maybe part of it, and we believe this is like we're all separated and longing for the center, longing for union with the source, longing to, for oneness again. Right? Like, but there is a reason why the one became many. We have to honor that also. Right? So, so it's not just like by accident, well, we try to experience oneness and we fall from that, and therefore here we are, and we may, might as well do puja. No, no, it's like the, the one has become many for puja, right? It's for the relationship. We mentioned a little bit that trying to hint at those things last week, right? There, there's some we separated for a reason, or he separated, she separated, they separated, it separated, right? But not really, like we're, like one looking in the mirror, and the mirror is the one's own face. So it's very tricky. There's not two things, but there seems to be a desire for two, right? In order to express the world, right? So and that. Foundational duality we call Shiva and Shakti, right? So I mean, we're not we're not the nine there we we're worshiping Shiva and Shakti, right? This is, this is and then and then that exists in our own body as Kundalini and Shiva, you know, exists in our in our spiritual and devotional world as God and the soul, right? You know, it's like that that the foundational duality is not is not a bad thing. It's the it's the core. It's it's the reality is can't, the one is binary in a certain sense, you know. Right. That within the one there's two, and within the two there's three. There's there's attraction for each other. Right. That's why you have Radha and Krishna and Shiva and Shakti and Purusha and I mean, it, it comes again and again. The, the things. Uh, um. So anyway, so after Bhuta you should be enlightened, right? So now you're all enlightened, right? You've done Buddha you've absorbed and you've come back out. Now what do you do? Right. So now the reason for the union and the reason for the separation then is expressed ritually, right? the, uh, the, which means a, a devotional uh, adoration. Right? And it starts, but who's, who's adoring whom? Right? In the old days, you could think, before this whole path, before the whole thing started, we think, oh, it's me, Samhibhajananda, over here. Uh, hi. Hi, <laughs> Ma. Hi, God, it's me, you know, whatever, you know, like we're calling out to God or want God like this, right? So that's okay, that's okay. But now we uh, theoretically, right, or actually or spiritually, ontologically, we're, we, we realize that we're, that is not the only one. Now we're separated again. So here I am, but, I, but it's not really me. It's kind of me. It's me, but you know, a new perspective on me. It's actually her playing different parts, right? Splitting as, as, as devotee and, and, and lover and beloved. Right, so how do we now? How do we, how do we do that? Right. So the next, the next part of the puja, it's not in the small puja book. It's implied, but it's not there in the larger puja book. It's called Jiva Nyasa. Let me, let me find it here. Too. Let me put the puja here. Jiva Nyasa. Jiva. Shudi, Shudi. Lots of mantras. And, yasa, yasa. and so Diva Nyasa, so we haven't really talked about Nyasa that much. Nyasa, this whole next section is the different types of Nyasa. Nyasa, not an easy word to translate. Nyasa means, my note is still on the desk, I think. I have a piece of paper folded, remember that? there should be like a piece of paper just folded in half on the desk, perhaps. It's me being really prepared. I've been <laughs> we've been very busy this week, so as you know. Oh, thank you. Perfect. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, dear. So ny- nyasa means we it's sometimes translated as to consecrate. It also means to leave the place. This morning we read something. What was the word that was used? remember for nyasa? Uh we were this morning or I read it down. I don't think I wrote it down, but Different, just a different word. Oh, that's a good word, I thought, you know. but uh, And actually, even the word sannyas, the same word is there, nyas. What's sannyas? Sannyas means to, like, to, like, like leave everything. San means everything, so sannyas, right? So to, but to leave something is, like, if this is, like, like, I can I can leave it. But I can also, like, if you put something someplace, that's also leaving it there. Like, leave it over there. You know, it's, like, it's putting something. It has both meanings, even in English, right? So nyasa here is not necessarily to give up, but to place something or to leave something. Right? So another way we could say if you, and if you what you're placing there is something holy, nyasa is usually used as mantras. If you're in other words, it's placing a mantra. If you're placing a mantra something, then another way to say that is to consecrate, or to to purify, or to spiritualize, or consecrate something. So sometimes that's we use it as I think I've translated it as consecration of the self. In jiva nyasa here is this means jiva means individual. Right? This is also uh, the equivalent, uh, it's also called Swa Prana Pratistana. Pr- prana Pratistana means to invoke prana, to place prana, right? So when we, do a de- when we install a deity, right? Install a deity, but you know, you know what I mean? Even, <laughs> we can't install a deity, you know, a deity is in control. But when a de- in the ritual of Prana Pratistana, what we do, you, you invoke right, prana into, the, into a holy image. But before you do that, you spend a lot of time purifying the image. I mentioned that in the last couple of weeks, also that you not only is it clean you know, a clean image is done has to be without any breaks, has to have certain markings, has to have certain symbols, um, uh, has to be, and then it's and then it's packed over a certain amount of days in rice and in sugar and in honey and in ghee and, and in ash and in all this type of things in order to, puri- is to, to, to purify. When, when the deity is fully purified, then. Prana Then the deities and then the the mur- de- murti is installed. We have video because we're celebrating our 25th anniversary. We found the video of Ma being installed. You know, it's behind usually it's not done behind. It's kind of uh, behind. There's a sheet or a cloth in front. Prana pr- 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 is holding the cloth, and behind, but it's, a, it's luckily it's a kind of a see-through cloth and had bright light, so you can kind of see. what You can peek. <laughs> I think at the time from the audience, I don't think you could see, but in the video you can see, you know, kind of what he's actually doing these mantras invoking, mm-hmm. invoking, uh, invoking the, the, cosmic, the cosmic soul as if an individual into one image, right? And, uh, but in a certain sense, that's what we all are. We're also the cosmic soul invoked into one little, these little tiny images, right? And then we have a feeling we're individuals rather than the cosmic soul because we're identified with the images, not with consciousness, right? So we're trying to do that. We're trying to invoke infinite consciousness into a seemingly separate image. So she becomes an individual. That's why, like Kali from, like Kali got Kali and Dakshinishwar Kali, it's the same Kali, but they're different. Right? You know, they're considered sisters. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not identical. You know, it's like you, two Krishnas are not the same. Krishna from, from uh, 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 Laguna Beach, from uh, uh, San Diego temple, and Krishna in, in, in Los Angeles, Hare Krishna temple. It's the same Krishna, but they're not Krishna. You can tell, they're named differently. You know, their personalities are different, right? Mm-hmm. Right? They dress different, they have a different style. <laughs> Very interesting, you know, so uh, but it's obviously the same Krishna So 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 the infinite the the all-pervading the one conscious is invoked into an individual form The form has to be pure and then the soul then the soul The infinite is invoked as if it's a separate soul, right our problem is we're covered in Maya. We don't we 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 identify due to misidentification we identify as individuals and the whole mistake happened she doesn't identify she as if Gita prana uses this term a lot as if separate, as if an individual. Right? She never loses her cosmic awareness of, of who she is, right? But she thinks of herself as if she's Ma Dakshinishwari mm-hmm. living at Laguna Beach, right, last 25 years, you know. There's a thing, you know, we can do that too. We can play different parts and not lose our original awareness. Our problem, you know, if, if you're acting different parts, if you're acting a part and you, for, and you act so well and you forget your original identity, then it's a problem. Right? You may be a great actor, people will applaud, applaud it. But it's actually kind of scary <laughs> if you're lose yourself. People, you well, what is it? The, the method, you know, where people go so deep into and they kind of lose themselves in, in the character, right? It may make for a great movie or a great play, but it's not. Doesn't seem to be emotionally healthy, right? Right. Who is that? Um, some, that yeah. Yeah. The, uh, um, is it uh, uh Al. Al. Uh, what's his name? Al. Pacino. Al Pacino. Right. He's famous for this, right? For the and he was in a movie, Amikanova uh, told to me this story, he was in a movie with another, a great, like, English Shakespearean actor, you know, and, and, and it's like he hadn't slept in five days because his character hasn't slept in five days, you know, and then his character's an alcoholic, so he's been drinking all night, you know, like, trying to get it so much so, right? And he looks like total, like, hell, right? And the other actor, this, this, this elder Shakespearean actor, he so says... Try acting. It's so much easier, you know? you know. he he does a great part too. He did, but he is acts, right? He doesn't lose himself, you know. So we lose ourselves, and we completely, as our problem, we get a little bit stuck in our roles, right? But uh, uh, Ma doesn't lose herself. She's playing the different parts without losing herself. So she's invoked through this process, and then her eyes are open to the whole thing. And so those mantras that are done to the deity at the time of installation. These are the same mantras, that's called diva-nyasa, kara nyasa uh, anga-nyasa, and, um, uh, uh, and uh, matri- There's diff- these different forms of the nyasam, right? So the same mantra, the same mudras, the same things are being, that are installed into the image, these are installed here, right, in the heart, in, in place of our And what have we've done? We've burnt our body, we've destroyed our But we've, you know, we're, we're, in a, we're in a clean position, right? So in place of our old self, like we've gotten rid of ideally through Bhutashuti, we place a new self, but it's not our new self, it's her self. We invoke her, not us. right? The jiva that we're purifying is not, it's, one that it's in place of our jiva, we put her jiva. Right? It's hard to say that ma's a jiva, but jiva, a jiva. Right? Here, the word is, is used for that. Jiva ihastittaha, may her individual self be installed here. The weird thing to say about the cosmic one truth, beyond everything. May her individual self known as Kali being installed here. So there's a special uh, uh, mudra called Lilahana Mudra. And actually I shouldn't show it to you. This is, a, this is officially a secret mudra. So it's one of the secret mudras. But Lilahana Mudra, and it uh, means a, a cow tongue. Very interesting. So the cow, the cow is invoking, the cow, the tongue of the cow is invoking, very deep thing which we won't go into. Lilahana Mudra is invoked to the heart. And then a long line of beach mantras is chanted and repeated. Um um and you'll see some of them their uh uh some of the mantras are of the elements, which means it's the chakras, the elements, this type of things are being done. I'll give you an example. Om Hrim, yang, rang, lung, vang, shang, shang, sang, hong, hamsaha. And then the name of the deity, Shrimat here, Shrimad Dakshina, Shrimad Dakshina Kadika Devataya, and then Prana Iha Pranaha. May maz Prana. May hear pranas. May her life breath. May the may the shakti, the the, the life the life energy of of, the, of of Dakshinakali, may be manifested here. But here means here, right? And in place of our prana, may her prana be there, right? So, and actually, we think it's we have our prana, our kundalini. We think like that, right? It's not our prana, our kundalini. We're we're replacing. We're reprogramming. We're putting a new a new a new, a new system in, right? Exactly. So may her prana. May she breathe. Not me breathe. May she, her life, be there, not my life, right? Om ringyang ranglang rangshang sanggamsa simadakshinakal ke dhataya prana ha. Pranaha. prana. I om hring ha. Om ringyang ranglang rangshang sanggamsa simadakshinakal ke jiva iha stittaha. May her jiva, may her individual self, her individual soul, right, be established here, be placed here, also in our heart or in the image simultaneously. OM RINGYANG RANG LANG SHANG SANG Sima Dakshana SIVIMATUKSHINA KADHKADIBHATAYA SAVINDRIYANI SAVINDRIYANI means all her senses Ma's senses, that I means her senses of, of hearing, her sense of taste and touch and smell and sight right, it seems like a ridiculous thing to think, what are Ma's senses? but our senses are Ma's senses right? her conscious, he's conscious through us also especially at least during the puja we want to be very conscious of her all the things we're experiencing, these are her senses, not our senses. Om ringyang rang lang lang shang sangamsa simatakshana kadigitabataya vanmanas chakshustra strota granaha pranaha ihagacha sukham shiram tishtantu swaha. Listen a little longer. May the power of her or your speech, mind, sight, hearing, smelling, and vital breath and prana abide here always. Now it's listing some of them, right? They're not a complete list. It lists the first few of the ten billion shaktis of the Devi, right? So this is a very may 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 they may they abide here. Um Shukam chinti may actually means um may they happily abide here, peacefully. Shukam may may was in great happiness. May she be present. May she agree to sit here. So now, of course, that's really what it is. We're correcting our misunderstanding. All this is to correct our misunderstanding, right? This is actually what it's her doing. Everything. She's the one sitting everywhere. Everyone's heart seems Everyone dies. We 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 get lost in this. So we're correcting it. May she sit here. So now she's hopefully, if it works, she's like it's it worked. She's she's the one sitting here, guaranteed, right? Um, then what do you do? Jiva Nyasa. So there's a next instance called the uh, Matrika Nyasa. The, the Nyasa, the consecration or placement of the Matrika. Here Matrika means the alphabet. It right. uh, could be, you could say the letters. That's our common thing. Actually, Adi Keshev has part of his master's thesis was correcting. One of the points which I learned from this is that it's directly it's syllables. It there? It's it's a Sanskrit is, su- is a syllable system, not a letter system. There's i I'm not, I, I I can't catch it well enough to describe the difference to you. But hopefully, I was thinking today we should ask him to give a talk on, on the Matrika. That's very very interesting, but uh, uh so the or the the the, the, the syllables, matrikas. So letters, okay, I, I, alphabet. I guess I guess would say, um, so why that uh. Well, just like we seem to be here, and we have our body, right, made of earth, fire, water, ether, and then expand the earth part to bones, and those things become bones and blood and mucus and skin and hair, and all the, you know, we can start, you know, this is what, this is our body, right, that we identified with, right, that we seem to move in. But her body is going to be different. We've, we've destroyed our body in, in the Shuti. we burned it up and dried it up and spit it out, and right Rebu- yeah. so now we have to rebuild our body in place of her body in place of where our body was in a certain sense right so in the mm-hmm. mahalashtakam maha, stotram siddhi buddhi pradevi bhukti mukti pradayani mantra murti That's the mantra murti devi mahalakshmi namaste we bow to goddess lakshmi mahalakshmi whose mantra murti sar your uh, your uh, Form is always made of only mantra. Her form is made of mantra. We think our our form is made of earth, fire, water, ether, and the evolutes of those, as I I just grossly described. If you think about them, you're not that cool. (laughs) Thank God, I ever, Badhari also told me, somebody came, he told somebody, you know, no, he told somebody in the talk, you're not this body. And the person said, oh, thank God. (laughs) <laughs> really, really, that's, that's much better than I thought yeah, because, you know, <laughs> So it's like, this. so, so uh, our body is not made of mantra, but actually it is, because this whole world is made of vibration, right? Uh, uh, but we see, we see it wrong. We see it materially instead of, sound, instead of spiritually. We saw it spiritually, we'd see everything as mantra. We'd see everything as sound, as vibration, right? And so even in the image of Ma, beautifully uh, worshipped here, Ma stands, we've described this many times, but Ma stands on, on Mahakala Shiva, Mahakala Shrita. And Shiva, in, this, in a simple reading of the image, is, Shiva is the infinite consciousness, a non-dual being. And she is standing on Shiva, but actually she's walking on Shiva. One foot is always forward, in general. This is Dakshinakali, so her right foot is forward. In Vamakali, uh, her left foot is forward, right? And they're very different. A mood, right? It's like in life there's not it's not always you know, our experiences are are, are are vastly dramatic in our in our expression. But so she what is she? So she is that universal infinite ground of being as if or actually manifesting, right? Manifesting as this world, right? One foot it. she's manifesting it. And her black colour can be seen as the primordial, the Adya colour that I means from which everything all colours are there. So slowly from this one colour all colors will come from the grain from the in the beginning before we first they you got to say it's the first it was they let there be light from the darkness came light right from from the first manifestation came what was before the first if light was the first manifestation what was before light right that that worship that which is before light the the black ground the graphing the womb in which manifestation happened right uh, So she is Aguna. So so from from her, she manifests right that black color. And one of the one of in this particular image we've given in our in our classes, we've given many definitions and interpretations of her skulls and heads. But in this particular simple reading, the her her um, my 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 mala is made of rudraksha beads. Her mala is made of, of of severed heads, right? Or her mala is made of uh, of the letters of uh, of the alphabet. It's called it, it's called uh, 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 Aksham. Thank you, Akshamala, right? The the letters of the syllables are the letters, right? And so from so we can think is when that one the one vibrates and from that vibration becomes a many. That's one way of thinking. The Sri is the same thing. The one bindu vibrating and all the triangles and curves and circles and ripples. Spreads out and unfolds from it, right? From the one manifesting, what is that one that manifests? We call that vibration. Our, I mean, vibra- Everything is vibrating. We think of vibration as sound. That's our, but light is vibration. Touch is vibration. Just in our common thing, we we've, we've lost the the, the thought of, of of light as vibration. We think of sound as vibration. So it works. It works. It works well enough, you know. So uh, from so like one sound, the one the the soundless becoming sound. Right, Anahata, the unstruck sound, the sound that has no source. Another thing, to use a, a light metaphor instead of a sound metaphor, you have a light that has no source. Right? that's A burning bush is a similar thing to that. The light's coming, but it's not consumed. Right, the same type of light. I mean, I'm, we may be imposing our interpretation on another, another, another thing, but it's, it, to me it's very compelling. The image is very compelling. It's like light without a source. A right? flame that's not burning anything. So there's a the sound that, doesn't, that hasn't been struck. Nobody's made this sound. What's the first sound? The unstruck sound is the first sound. Right? So that I means from the soundless to sound, that's a very great mystery. Would you have that? So that, that we call OM. Right? This OM sound is that sound. A, or a close or distant facsimile of that sound. Maybe a very distant facsimile of that sound. We say OM. I right? wanted to read a little bit from Swami Vivekananda. From his... He's talking because in the, in the Yoga Sutra this is Swamiji's commentary on Patanjali's Yoga Sutra in his Raja Yoga in in the Yoga Sutra they mentioned that there is a purusha a particular being named Ishvara right there's some character in this world called god in case you're wondering you've all heard you you've, you've all heard about him <laughs> Everybody's heard about him, but nobody likes him that much. But like there's a guy named God, right? And he's really cool. And meditating upon him, he says, and and his indicator is Om, that the Patanjali says, right? He's known the way. How do you concentrate? How do you know him through the sound Om? And then it says that by Japa and Bhavana, by meditation and Japa of the sound or equivalent sounds is is the method. Right, So Swamiji is giving commentary on this Aum idea, why Om is chosen. He also talks a lot about this Om mantra in the Bhaktiya. We gave a class on Bhaktiya in that Bhakti course we gave. It's there. We talked about that too. It says, One thought is connected with a thousand words. The idea of God is connected with hundreds of words. And each one stands as symbols of God. Very good. But there must be a generalization among all these words, some substratum, some common ground of all these symbols. And that which... And that which is a common symbol will be the best, and will really represent them all. In making a sound, we use the the L A R Y N X. Larynx. What? How do you pronounce it? Larynx. 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 I can't even pronounce the word with my larynx. larynx. <laughs> with know. the larynx. Sorry, Samadhi was had a better vocabulary than me, mm-hmm. and the palate as a sound as a sounding board. There is. Any, Is there any material sound of which all other sounds must be manifestations, one which is the most natural sound? Om, Aum, is such a sound, the basis of all sounds. The first letter, A, is the root sound, the key, pronounced with touching any part of the tongue or palate. M represents the last sound in the series, being produced by the closed lips, and the U rolls from the very root to the end of the sounding board of the mouth. Thus, Om represents the whole phenomenon of sound producing. As such, it must be the natural symbol, the matrix of the various sounds. It denotes the whole range of possibilities of all words that can be made. Apart from these speculations, we see that around the, this word Om are centered all the different religious ideas in India. All the various religious ideas of the Vedas have gathered themselves around this one word Om. What has. So so from the back of the first sound, ah, the very back of the throat to the last sound mm. and the u is all those many changes It can be unlimited changes and we can pronounce, we can we can keep making changes in between it's like there, there's seven main notes, but you can there's half notes. I mean in a the scale, there's, there''s sharps and flats, and then there's Really, really sharper, a little more sharper, uh, you know, before you get to the next note, right? So similarly, between even between, in, 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 in Sanskrit, we have, the, uh, we have the vowels. These are from uh, uh, ooh, You know, all these different possible sounds, right? These are the main sounds. In between, there's unlimited changes, right? How we can pronounce different things, right? So all the possible vowels, which are the all possible sounds, what a consonant. So OM is all vowels together, possible vowels. Right. That's a substrate of all other sounds. All other sounds, all consonants, that's the opposite consonants, right? Consonants are breaks of vowels. They're breaks and and, and, and beginnings of vowels. So actually we, we, we with consonants without vowels we have no we can't pronounce them. Right? You know, pronounce K. You have, you have it has to be ka, ki or ku, right? The sound itself can't be vocalized. Right, So, the, the om is the prana behind all the individual sounds. So, of course, in, in English we have, what, 26 letters roughly, I think, plus 26 and a half, I think. I forget <laughs> that, what the original list, list is. Hmm? We, have a, we have a half letter and a half vowel in there somewhere, right? If I remember. Right. But that's, obviously that doesn't work. There's more sounds, and as a result, we have all these weird, we have multiple pronunciations of, two, of, of different letters. But in Sanskrit, we have exactly 50 letters, or 54 letters. It depends on what. Again, there's half letters, it's like in English, right? Uh, uh, so these are the po- these are the pure possible sounds, right? There's in between. There's mixed sounds, mispronunciations in a certain sense, right? Uh, but uh, so there's others that aren't exactly that don't exactly fit in that list. Interesting. Most foreign. Actually, whenever you hear somebody, certain somebody in Hindi or in Bengali or it's like that, you hear a word that and what's. There's I that, 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 I don't know that, there's a that Z sound, right? There's no Z in Sanskrit. The Z is a mispronounced J, <laughs> right? Or, uh, or there's no F sound, a mispronounced aspirated P. We still have that in phone, P-H, phone, right? <laughs> right, so whenever you see that in, in Hindi and like that, they usually like a little mark, letting you know it's a borrowed, it's a foreign word that that the the impure sound of course not impure but it is, Sanskrit has very clear the way they come up with the 50 or 54 is very exact it's like the back of the throat well, what the, what there is you have a, a, a where in where in the mouth the sound guttural, is produced hmm? guttural libial gutural, uh, dental like this right yeah so where and then you have sounded and unsounded like in the back you have guh right and then uh, what's the other one guh guh and <laughs> Yeah, 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 sounded and and sounded unaspirated, sounded aspirated, G and G. and then there's then there's unsounded, like ka, same place, right? I think I'm, I may be I forgive I may be embarrassing myself on camera for this, but <laughs> I should have looked this up a little bit. It's been a while since I've got, we used to chant the Sanskrit. It's important. It's a nice practice to chant the alphabet. Mm-hmm. You, can, you You go up. You you work your way through the alphabet and all the different possibilities backwards and forward. And we do it well actually as part of the the section we're in. We're gonna do just that. Uh, But um, uh, so where so it's very distinct and exact how we get this how we get those sounds. Where where sounded unsounded aspirated non-aspirated. And then next section sounded, non sounded, aspirated, non-aspirated, And then you work your way up and then the vowels are there. So these so so all these possible sounds, right, that's wonderful, but they cannot be pronounced without the vowels. Mm -hmm. And the vowels have one sound underneath them all. That's Om or Aum, right? So it's a perfect idea. So in the symbol of Ma, it's a, it's a, it's a long roundabout uh, description. In the symbol of Ma, when she ma- when the one manifests as sound, as vibration, as light and sound, you could say, right? Uh, the burning bush and the unstruck sound, unstruck bell, as, as she manifests the. Fr- she ends up wearing, that the om sound differentiates, within the om is all vowels, all consonants, right? And therefore, shown by her letter, her alphabet, her garland of letters, or garlands of heads, or skulls, or severed heads like this, right? Um, it's a little, I mean, the images are a little, or small, it's a little more Halloweeny type of images, it's other ways to describe, <laughs> you know, you know, like, why, like why, why severed heads? <laughs> There's reasons for the severed heads, but that's another, another thing. Right? Another very important thing. But um, uh, uh, so that Om becomes all possible sounds, and then that manifests as this world. Right? What is this world? This world of multiplicity, right? Of, of variegatedness, of, 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 of multiplicity, right? Of variety. How the One becomes various, the One becomes many, manyfoldness, right? But we, another, what we usually say about this, we say the One has become the dualist, the dualistic world. Right, and so in her images is very dualistic, right? You have uh, on one side you have a sword and a severed head, right? Holding different things that she holds in her arm. On the other side she holds, uh, giving uh, fearlessness and blessings, right? But she's only showing two of the, the top two and top. She has sometimes seen as ten arms, sometimes as sixteen arms, sometimes as thirty-two arms, and thousands arms. It's unlimited arms, right? So actually, you're seeing some of the beautiful images of like um, like Quan Yin was like thousands of arms. You see all those arms coming down, right? So like this, she has unlimited arms, right? And and each one was different symbols, right? So every aspect of life is there. But when we say, oh, night and day, right? It's not just that's a we, we use this. We've talked about this before in our other talks. But it's not we use a language of duality as if there's like night as opposed to day, and there's no other tree. Yeah, night, you have day, or good and bad, or health and this, health and sickness. In between health and health, health and sickness, there may be a billion. Ver- uh, every moment could be a variety. There's unlimited things in between. Between night and day, there's afternoon. There's late afternoon. There's early evening. You know, <laughs> there's all these different stages. But it's not as it's not as easy to say you know, good and bad. We all there's good, there's good and there's bad. But there's also lots of things. Black and white. There's lots of shades between black and white. Right. So although, so when we when we show her. her as this this kind of harsh um, uh, uh, duality of, of blessings and, and, and sword, right uh, so we see birth and death, peace and war, health and sickness, happiness and misery, night and day sickness, you know, it's like we, we can do we 're showing the extremes, right but it 's not just two sounds it 's coming from the one to all different sounds It just means the image is very extreme, Ma is a very extreme image. Right, so she's showing the harsh, ex- harsh extremes, but in between is unlimited, right? So uh, I, I actually don't remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll get back to my point eventually. But I'm sorry to talk about. So, uh, uh, so, to the, the letters of the alphabet represent these every possible. From like, you know, when we learn as Swami Omananda, Guruji Swami Omananda, he says so. With the little kids, they come to him and they show him their homework. And they have their English homework, this is, so, and we see in the, I remember the little notebooks. We have like the, 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 the dot, the dashes for the letters and you fill in the letters. So you learn A and you say A is cat and B is for bat. Mm-hmm. Right, A is apple, B is, ugh, A is bat. <laughs> yeah, <really good. laughs> I did really good elementary school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, what I, A is for apple, B, you know, you like this, right? Right. And then, and, but, but then now, I mean, you, you can read the Vedas, you can read uh, Shakespeare, you can read <laughs> philosophy, and you know, like that. It's like, but it's all A, Bs. I mean, from that, that once, yeah. once you learn the alphabet, from that alphabet, all world literature has come. Every conversation has come. Every love song, every, every political speech, everything is just those things, right? So once you get this one thing, you get everything, every possible thing, right? So her form is her original form is that of mantra, right? So that's the thing. So we, how do we we embody this uh, through nyasa, We embody this mantra. From OM comes the, the letters or the or the syllables, and so she wears a syllable. She manifests. Uh, she vibrates as the syllables, as everything. And so we need to create her body through the syllables, right? So the first part, rishyadi matrika nyasa. I have to do nyasa in 15 minutes, but she'll do it. The big setup, but oh, good. Cool. <laughs> In Puja, it only lasts a few minutes also, so I can do it. Uh, The first is the uh, rishi uh, matrika-nyasa. For the matrikas, for, those, for the alphabet, for the syllables of the alphabet, this, uh, the nyasa is rishi Rishyari it means the nyasa of the placement or the consecration of the rishi and the, and the rest. Adi means beginning with, beginning with the rishis. And this is called the vini Yoga. I think we talked one time before about the vini Yoga mantra for the seat. We use a vini Yoga mantra. Vinayoga Mantra is called, Vinayoga, because the last word is always vinyoga. you'll always hear it, Vinayoga means like it's application, why it's being done, and usually every mantra, every, every practice of mantra, or not every, but the one, some of the very important ones, their details have not been forgotten, the instruction manual has not been forgotten, right, the, 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 the code, has not been that, that 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 has not been forgotten. It's it's passed down along with the practice. So along with this, the nyasa of the matrika, the placement of the letters in the body, is the first. Is the placement of the of, of these details of the mantra. Om Asya Matrika Mantrasya. Om Asya Matrika Mantrasya. For these for the matrika mantra for the mantras of the matrikas, right? For the. Uh, Brahma Rishi. Brahma himself, the creator, is the Rishi. So every mantra has a Rishi that first heard it or first revealed it. Right? So here, some of them, you know, Vishwamit Rishi is, this, uh, is, the, is the, mantra, the Rishi of this mantra. Here, Brahma. Brahma is the creator. It's very interesting. Why? Because he is, in, in jumping from another symbol, yeah, we have Brahma is the creative demiurge, you would say, probably. right? And he, how does he manifest? He manifests through Saraswati, his Shakti, right? So, so Brahma is the is, is, the, is the one who first revealed it because he vibrated as through through the letters of Saraswati, Visharadinaasa, Jaimini. Brahm um, Rishi Chandaha, the meter. Every every thing is in a, a meter. How many syllables reverse. verse? It's not clear how this works here, but here it's gayachi is a meter because this is the meter that the that the Vedic tradition is is composed in. Devi, Matrika Saraswati devata, the, who is the deity. The deity is Saraswati, the goddess de, goddess Matrika Saraswati. Saraswati whose form is the letters. right? So it's not just as difference. So this is Matrika Saraswati, right? She who is who becomes the form of Saraswati that becomes the letters. And then, and then it gets a little bit mysterious. Hello Bijani swara, Avyaktam kilakam. The bija, shakta, and kilakam, these are unusual things. This is the seed, bija, the kilakam is the pin, and the shakti is the energy. Now, we can't go, this is a very interesting topic, right? Like, every mantra has a seed, a bija. Something is like om namo shivaya, the bija is om. It's easy. That's the bija mantra, right? But sometimes the bija is not clear, right? Uh, uh, and the, so the shakti is the energy of the, of, 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 uh, every mantra has a deity, like Om Shivaya, the deity, is Shiva, easy, right? Uh, and, the, and the Bija is Om, right? But <clears throat> sometimes it's not so clear. Sometimes they're very esoteric, right? So here it says the consonants are the Shaktis, right? Uh, the vowels are the seeds and the consonants are the Shaktis, right? And then the unmanifest, the unspoken sound is the pin, right? Very mysterious, the pen is that that, could, that could holds a month of it together. And the way it's hard because these, these are esoteric things that, that have never been described in English. I don't know they've never been described in English, therefore they're not described. We don't have the language and the, and the conceptions for it. But if we were to make we were to create a language, an imaginary language for, for, for this, I use the image of a of a, of a, of a, of a grenade. Right, a grenade has a lot of power, right, and it has a pin holding it all together, right. You remove the pin, then the power very easily, the shakti manifests, right. So that's one way of thinking of it, like, right. So, uh, uh, so the pin, so it, the pin is known. So here we know the, the 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 pin is the unmanifested. So within sound, we have to get to the in order to release the shakti of the sound, or the letters, right. We have to get to the 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 unspoken, the unmanifested, the unspeakable, the soundless aspect of it, right? It's very mysterious. What it means, only God knows. Sarva Sarvabhishtasidhyarate lapinyase viniyogaha Now, viniyoga, why, why are we doing? For that perfection can be achieved, that's why we all want perfection, and the alphabet purified. The purpose of the nyasa is that we attain perfection and the alphabet through the purification of the alphabet. And then, the, then, then this particular nyasa is to place the, the um, those things mentioned: the rishi, the the the, uh, the the meter, the deity, the seed, the shakti, and the pin. They're also embodied, and placed right. So it's a certain mudra. Om brahmane rishaye ramaha. We worship. We place Brahma, the rishi, top of the head. That's interesting. It's good because whoever Brahma, if we want the blessing of the Lord Brahma, he's their original speaker. We want him, but also it's very also that we were embodying it, right? It is not so. Our consciousness, the consciousness that first heard this mantra, first heard the alphabet, right, right. Our consciousness should be that consciousness. We're replacing our our brain with Brahma, right? Another way of thinking of it, right? Gayatri chandaha. Our words should be the, the meter of the Gayatri should be Vedic meters. Right in our heart, we no longer our heart. We, we we don't live. It's not like Bhajananda ombra Bhajananda Namaha. Om Devi Saraswati Matrika right? Saraswati Devata namaha We worship Goddess Saraswati in the heart. Right, the Goddess of the language, and then different parts of the body, the seed, the bija, different parts of the body. Are different mantra to give it in different parts. Right, uh, it's embodied like this, and then then we take we mentioned the different varga, the different um, um, categories of the, of the Sanskrit alphabet. Uh, ka-ka, 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 na, cha na They're also now they're embodied more into the body. First is called Kara Nyasa. Kara Nyasa means Kara means hands. Nyasa of the hands. Now Kara Nyasa is is um um uh, uh. Of course we have hands. So Devi has the thing is Devi's form is mantra, and there is we didn't mention there is a mantra Purusha. This is the the the. Uh, uh, the Devi as Mantra is has a form like we do, we could say, right? And it's like we have limbs. The Mantra, the Sanskrit alphabet has limbs, right? It has organs, right? We won't go too deep into that, but there's actually practices. Actually, this is based upon these practices of knowing exactly where each Mantra is and what they do. You know, it's like here and here and here and here and here and up here and here and all these. You can, you can see each one has this, that it's her form in the Mantra. So we worship, we're installing her form in the mantra, but first the hands, what are the hands? The hands, of course, what we do they express and there's also within our hand represents the entire body here. We have our, we have our body, right? You know, very symbolic, symbolic, right? But also the hands represent the, diff- the different fingers have are connected to the elements and therefore to the chakras. So by, by doing things on the fingers, you're actually doing things with the elements of the chakras. So like, for instance, we've, uh, uh the ring finger is the um, uh, earth element which means the muladhara chakra is that right yeah. yes yeah. yeah the pinky yeah. is the second chakra is the water element um, and the th- thumb is fire right which is the third and the third chakra and then this is air which is the heart chakra right and then the middle finger is space which is the the uh, akash uh, Vishuddha chakra Right. So by doing this, you're also worshipping, you're placing them in the hands, and therefore in our, our limb, but also in a deeper level to the elements that make up the, the pattern. for this. So like, so now we're going to do, with this one, we do with the element, with the mantras, with the syllables of the alphabet. And the way it is, it's like I mentioned, aspirated, non-aspirated, uh, 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 um, voiced, not voiced in each section. But then also there's a, there's a vowel can be found in each of these. Which vowel is pronounced at each section of the mouth, right? And so, uh, like, Samadhi said, you open your and go ah, ah. These are the two vowels at the at the very base, right? So we we we're, we we fence the other syllables with the two vowels. So it's, um, come 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 come, Nam Am Angustab Yamnamaha. We worship, or we place, or we uh, however you want to imagine it. The, the these, le- these letters in the thumbs. Okay, im im cham 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 nam im tarjani biam swaha. The letters, these letters in the index fingers. Um tam tum tum tam nam um madhama biam These different letters in the middle fingers. Im tum tam tam nam aim and abiga biam hum In the ring fingers. Um pam 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 nam aum kani In the little fingers. And then on both sides of the palms, you do the other. The sibilants and the other category of, of vowels, and also the element the elemental sounds. So it becomes am, yam, ram, lam, vam, sham, sham, sam, ham, lam, ksham ah, kara, kara pishta bram, And both sides of the hands. These other letters on both sides of the hands. Right. So this is quite a bit. Right. And then to the limbs of the body. Yes, ma has her limbs. Am, kam, 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 am. in the heart. Im cham cham chamchanam im I should have said so top of the head. Um cham cham um shat in the Sika, the tuft of hair, which is actually a a, a, a chakra called the Bindu chakra. Right it's where the skull meets together, the three bones in the skull. You know and a child is still kinda of soft, eventually hardens up, you know if you've seen a skull. That's actually the top of the body. This is not the top, of, this is the top of the body. The bottom of the body is your bottom left toe, big toe, and the top of the body is, is mm-hmm. interesting, if you are your actual top of the uh, astral top of the body then as a shield in the three eyes and then around for protection, these other sounds, right? om bhūr bhūvasuha iti and then then this final thing can, can be done or not done is digbandhanah is bhūr Vasuha means the three so we've done all all directions and all like that but now we've done it in, in all three realms right so whatever the, in, in every possible realm it digbandhanah uh, may, may, may be sealed by this right so this is anganyasa and karanyasa and anganyasa in the larger puja after anganyasa and karanyasa there's antar then the, matrikanyasa the, then because each of each of the um, each of the, of the chakras has the letters of the alphabet right? like for instance in the 16, 16 pedal, actually here this is where we speak this is where we vocalize so this is where vowels are so the 16 or 16, of course there's not 16 vowels but there are 16 ways of permeating the vowels and so we worship we place each one, sometimes there are different each one can have a different mudra or it can be done with a flower, or just a simple tatva mudra. So, so we do with with OM, the mantra, and Namaha. We worship, we 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 bow to that mantra there. Om anum om inum ainum These are the sixteen the sixteen petals, right? Then to the heart chakra. Om ch It goes like this. I'm not going to chant them all, right? Each of the so that's that's the that's the um, uh, uh, Antar Matrika, the inst- the Matrika Nyasa on the inside, right? So if there's something inside, there's also something outside. If you otherwise, why separate? Uh, you know, so like we do Manasip, we do mental worship, and do puja, puja, external puja. So we do Antar Matrika Nyasa and and um, uh, uh, matrika, means external Matrika Nyasa. So our inner world is the chakras and the elements and the tatvas. Our outer world is our body. So how do you do it? We recreate her body, the mantra purusha, in place of in the bhajan and the purusha's place. Right? It becomes amnamaha, amnamaha, imnamaha, inu, umnamaha, umnamaha, different parts of the body, then different parts of the, you'll see all these type of things. And it's done, and then it's done in reverse. right? So this is, we only do this like Durga puja and Shama Kali, but we don't do it daily. You can do it daily, but we've, we have to, the pujas used to get... Our daily puja used to be three hours, and realized that couldn't happen. So We made it more simple. We like, we really like this type of thing. We don't have time for this type of thing, right? But uh, uh, it goes very beautifully. And then this, you can keep going. Actually, there's a mantra in the Mahanavana Tantra that says from the abundance of nyasa comes abundant fruit and puja. Right. So the more, so the more the, from nyasa, much fruit comes. It's very fruitful. So, the benefit of the puja will manifest. The nyasa is very important. So, it could be very simple. Just, uh, yeah, just after Buddha shuti feeling miles in your heart and she's her body. And then, then that itself is a type of nyasa, or you're placing like this. But it can be it can be ritualistically uh, complicated. Yeah. That's a good question. I actually was thinking about that this morning, because we do it, but we don't, I haven't um, uh, There's a, there's, um, there's a, a, a dyan sloka before each, the internal and external, and actually due to, uh, it's not translated, and we haven't translated it. I realize these are something missing in our larger puja, right? I think there'll be some, some mystery, some of the things in, uh, there's, a, there's a separate dhyana mantra for the internal nyasa, for the forward nyasa and for the backward nyasa, right? So I need to, that's something we still need to research. It's it's something we left out 20 years ago and we've never gone back and cleaned it up, you know? So we need to know more about that. So we'll get back. My my notes go somewhere. Paper I wanted to. One you handed me. Right, so, nadevo butva Devam Yajet. This is an important mantra. It says, only, if you're not a Deva, you cannot worship a Deva. Right? In other words, it's saying only God can worship God. This is an important mantra. Right, so this is what's happening here. Right, it says, we can't worship God. Right, you know, it's like, only, so, so we worship, what is it? We, God has to worship God. And there's all kinds of ways this can be done. One thing is, you see, when in a really good puja you feel, oh, it's like, you, like you weren't there, you almost witnessed it, it just, it just flows. The ritual itself and the expertise of the ritual just flows through. And you say, oh, Ma did her puja nicely. We have that feeling like that, right? But there's a, there's a, there's a science, there's a technology to it, right? The one, you what we've done, we've, we've merged ourselves with Kundalini, Kundalini is awakened, merged with, you know, it's from that Shakti. That's, that's the one worshipping, the one that shoots up and unites with Shiva, right? That is, that's the highest puja, the one then separates. In love, in, in, in love and love and bliss, that's the highest puja. That's really it's, this is part of the process of what's going on. Right. And there's another another thing that that the mantra that came I was I was thinking about this morning. Paroksha Priya Devaha. Parok Paroksha Priya Devaha. This is a beautiful line. Right. And you see in puja most people don't know what's happening. And we're we're take, we're being bold and describing in a certain sense for educational purposes. Because the problem is that people aren't apt to do meaningless things for too long. You know, these things aren't meaningless, but the more people know, I think it's it's time for people to know these things. We should all know what we're doing and seeing and at least some general understanding. But still some of the stuff I'm explaining are done is done externally. But actually all of this is done internally, whether we say it or not, whether we're doing it like this a spiritual life is an internal process process process, right? But this mantra, Paroksha, Paroksha Priyaha, right, Deva. What? Who are the Devas? The Devas, God or the gods, right? They uh, they love that which is hidden, that, that which is not seen, right? So that, that, that even though we're doing, but actually the real the thing re, they the real puja is not, not visible, it's not audible, it's hidden, right? So that's uh, and, and so and you see we do external puja. Right, everybody sees. Mm-hmm. We ring the bell and everything, right? But before that, we do Manasa Puja. Right, everything is done internally. Before we do it in the external, we do it internally, right? That's the part that the devas love, right? That's the thing, you know. there's still there's some benefit, obviously, for the external part, right? But that gives a shock. You see, the, the body has no meaning without the soul. Actually, as soon as if anybody's been in a room with a soul, somebody's died, from one moment it's the most precious thing in the entire world, right? To the next moment is like, oh, you start, and as soon as the person dies, you start crying and you arrange to the body to be removed, right? So that, that the, 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 the benefit of a physical body is the soul, right? So the unseen is the benefit, not the seen, right? As soon as the unseen is there, the, the unseen is becomes kind of gross right so the, the 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 inner spirit of the thing is the most important important thing so that's we're trying to hint that we're going through the external thing but trying to show the hidden part is the is is is, is the is the is the heart of it people say oh it's just a, a ritual they're a ritualist or they're uh, externalist. you know you see these are, We we even make these when something is we, we we almost it's not only not only it's like not desirable it's 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 uh it's the uh I don't know. The opposite of desire, but we want to get rid of it. You know, something loses its inner use when the spirit has been lost, and you get lost in the externalities. You almost it becomes a. It's almost better if the, nobody did anything than to do it without this deeper meaning. So we have to know the deeper meaning. Right. Any questions or comments? Tell me. I knew it would be you. It's always you. Yeah. 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 So, om, yeah. Uh, yeah. First, yeah. Then, so uh, most mantras have it like, like it's ohm and then something. Yeah, right? Something. Yeah. And then in the navy mantras you have between uh, stream. Yeah, there's different beach mantras. Yeah. So we will we'll, we'll go Pranada. more into hmm? that yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's true, but so but all the beach mantras have whether or not they say ohm in front of them, ohm is there. Right, because om is the the what again like you know the what is it, the the, the dao the Tao that can be spoken is not the eternal Tao, right? So <laughs> the Om that can be pronounced is not the real Om, right? You know, <laughs> you know, not the thing. So sometimes there's mantras. There's even in tantra there's mantras. It's unusual, but there's mantras where Om is not said first. Right. And it's not sometimes it's not because, sometimes it's oh because not everybody you know, it's the Vedic mantra and then then to protect it from uninitiated groups of people like that. But also it's like there is there's sometimes the beach mantras are first, sometimes it's om and the beach mantra, sometimes there's no om and it's just a beach mantra. Right. Uh, uh, there's reasons for that too. Right. Um, uh, uh, but even if it's not set, it's there. It's the it's a substratum behind everything, you know. Because you can't pronounce a beach mantra or any mantra or anything. You can't think can't think, uh, uh, can't even think without it's hard to think without language and you can't you can't have language without vowels. Right, and you can't have vowels without the substratum. That's the OM, and you can't have the OM without the real substratum, the unstruck sound from which it comes from. You know, because the third, the, the idea of an unstruck sound is very interesting. Because Sri described how to meditate on OM. Right, he says like he says like 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 hitting a gong, dong. Right, now that's a struck sound. Right, but what are we doing? We're following it. We're following the sound to where it disappears. Right, says that's where it comes from. We can follow where it goes. It's, it's very hard to catch where it comes from, from no sound to sound, how it came we don't know. But we can follow the reverse level. You can tr- trace the sound, you know, to, to, to the so in the Chandi it says um, in the um, what is the first hymn, Brahma's hymn, it's the uh, uh, the tantric hymn of night, what they call them. Um, Tantarakti Suktam or something like that, they call it but it's the uh where Brahma Brahma is 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 is, is praying. And it starts you are uh, Tom ha, tom uh if I get it I'll know I I can chant the whole thing if I get it. Uh he tom anyway, but it says you are um you are uh, you are uh, uh, you are um tom swaha, tom swaha, tom he, tom something like that, right? You are the month of Swaha and Swadha you are uh you are you are the 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 three sounds of om and the unspoken force sound and its uh secret method of pronunciation right how to pronounce the the un the unpronounced sound that means that, that must be a method of meditation on it, it you know that's the thing yeah, that, that 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 that's a, that you are you are you are you are, you are The sounds, you are all the mantras, swaha, swaha, gayatri, savitri, you are the mantras. You are the the om kara behind, the pranava mantra that gives life to those mantras. Pranava means that which is full of prana, all pervading prana, the, the, the life. And you are the secret sound behind it from which it comes and its method to understand, hear, pronounce. It's very mysterious. So, this is what we're trying to get at slowly. Thank you for your kind attention. Hari uh, Om sats, we shall have Bharati. Lovingly performed by Amachari Atvaram.